0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Journey to Grateful podcast, a podcast focused on helping us understand the process of loss and grief with the help of those who are living it. I'm your host, Tim Begonia, and this is show number 62. Now, through this show, you and I will examine the details we've discovered during our grief journey, share our experiences, the good and the not so good, through the podcast, the blog, and on social, while building a community that desires a more open understanding of what grief is how it affects us all, and how best to navigate its difficult path. Be sure to join the community, subscribe to the podcast, and find quick links to do both over at journeytograteful.com. If you like what you hear in the show, please share an episode and the podcast with someone you know who could benefit a community that understands the path they are on. So now that it's October, we find ourselves hitting a season of changes feeling an adjustment of life and undoubtedly realizing a shift in our life once again. It's not quite a milestone. It's not a grand moment. It's just life with grief. So let's enter together and discover why we may feel in this seasonal change that our days are long and the years are short. ever have a feeling like each and every day seems to go on forever yet when you turn around you're suddenly entering a new month a new season or even a new year life in general can provide us this feeling but usually it's associated with how quickly children grow one day they're the height of the kitchen counter and the next they are at your shoulder time is a cruel friend in a way one of which can seem to be on your side one moment Passing leisurely while suddenly seeming as though you are constantly trying to catch up as it flies by. These thoughts have been stirred up a bit for me for a few different reasons. The seasonal change is certainly one of them. In fact, most seasonal change lately comes and seems to bring me to a reflective state of mind. Introspective in a way about the past more so than ever before, but a seasonal change especially the Christmas of fall, really stirs it up. Another reason came from my monthly bereavement group I was fortunate to have attended last month, and... I had sadly missed it the month prior, so it had been quite a while since I had time with this particular group of friends, and it was really nice to gather once again. One of the participants, Mary Beth, I believe, said something so profound that I had to actually write it down when I heard it. It hit me in such a way that I pretty much knew right then and there I'd have to add it to this episode, but as I thought about it, I felt strongly it could be its entire episode. In relation to a discussion about the sense of time during grief, she simply said, The days are long and the years are short. Now, as I've thought about that phrase over the past few days and weeks, I realize its juxtaposition of words, its complicated twist on the senselessness of the phrase itself, is absolutely perfect in providing a unique idea of what grief actually feels like. I'm sure those of you who are on your grief journey are subtly nodding your head as you contemplate the perfection within that phrase. I'm also pretty certain that those of you who may be listening because you are trying to be the best support for a grieving friend, you are trying to better understand grief yourself... You are furrowing your brow a bit, trying to wrap your mind around that statement. And and that's actually good. That's really, really good. Anything that can make you do a double-take will also make a lasting impression upon you. And that's my goal with this particular episode. So for those of you who may not have experienced great close personal grief, you who are supporting someone through their journey and attempting to get what they're going through. I'm speaking to you. Because the truth is, grief changes your life into days that are long and years that are short. For example, my wife Colleen passed July 2020. That means as of the recording of this episode, Colleen has been gone just a bit more than two years and three months. To be exact, it's been 825 days. 825 mornings to wake up without her by my side. 825 evenings, not having her to chat with about the kids' life, the future, or just tomorrow. It's interesting. You see, we usually mark time by milestones. Obvious holidays, anniversaries, and the like. I've spoken often of milestones right here on this podcast, and I think everybody gets it. But the real kicker isn't Just those milestones. It's the small, insignificant days as well. It's the smell of fall one morning when taking out the garbage. It's that new building going up down the road in town next to your favorite coffee shop that you can't share the progress with her. It's Tuesday morning in the middle of the month when you drive to the grocery and the scent of a specific spice hits you with a memory known to no one but. You and perhaps her. So I often ask myself, how is it possible that so much time has passed? 825 days. And yet many of those days have felt like a week. And at the same time, I'm shocked that we're more than two years past our loss. And with that statement, there comes a silent comment running through my head that's just as common as the rising sun. Life goes on. And you know something? I hate that. I hate that life goes on, all well, understanding that it must. I hate that every day we all walk through our lives as we usually do, some of us with holes in our hearts and another long day ahead, while others just pass by with no recognition for that hole, our loss. But that is obviously a ridiculous thought. But Here's something surprising. It's a thought that you actually have during grief. Yeah, it's, it's a real thought, and, and it's an unfair thought, but it's a real thought. I also dislike that we, as people who have lost someone, are required by popular belief to move on. And I really dislike that there are people in most everyone's life who glance at us with disdain when we have a sad day, perhaps, as if to say, Aren't you over it yet? The days are long. This misunderstanding of grief and its intricate details may just be contributing to that feeling. And the years are short. How the irony of loss pushes and pulls you in so many directions that time going by quickly is all at once what you need and what you hate. So let me be honest. As I speak of this, write of it all and live it, I fully realize there are plenty of details I share with you all that can sound so very confusing and so disjointed and quite chaotic. But that, my friend, that right there is grief. If that is how you take in a few of these episodes, then I am successfully providing you a better sense of what grief is. It's unpredictable. It's a part of your life you cannot fully plan for. And the most important thing to understand, it is now part of you. Always. But I'd like to shift gears to speak of the idea of moving forward, attempting to change the narrative of the days are long and the years are short. As inspiration, I need to go not very far, as you may already know. My wife, Colleen, had lost her first husband in July of 1999. She walked this walk, and as I've said so many times before, she unwittingly helped me understand the many details of grief before I even faced it myself, sharing with me her journey answering my questions as I try to fully understand how she navigated loss while raising their nine-month-old daughter. Everything she did speaks to moving forward. And in a short, to-the-point answer when asked, How do you and how did you do it? She simply stated she had no other choice. Ultimately, Any step she took forward was for that little girl at her side, and for the future, she knew she had to create for both of them. One step at a time was literally the path she took. Certainly with plenty of support, a large amount of family, and many, many friends, she understood she could not do it completely alone. So here are the key points of which I would like for you to walk away from this particular episode. First, Understand to begin to move forward needs only to start with one step, small or large, one step at a time, not looking too far ahead, and simply focus on what is needed now at the moment, what is good for you at that moment. Secondly, I know that support is key. You cannot and should not do this alone. Find your people, embrace family that understands your loss, and surround yourself with people that lift you when you need it the very most. And check in with you just because they're concerned. And third, allow yourself grace. Thanks to many of my friends near and far, I understand the priceless importance of this point. It is engaged far more than you might expect. Allow yourself grace. And many of you will ask what I mean exactly when I say allow yourself grace. Basically, don't try to be a rock 24-7. Allow yourself to feel the feels, so to speak, and understand that your days will ebb and flow. And sometimes. You just need to go with it. Allow yourself to grieve. Allow yourself the grace to do so and the understanding that grieving is a good thing. And one detail I'd like to add in here. Sometimes it's not necessarily grieving as you might think that it's very intense. Sometimes it's just a down day. Sometimes it's a bit of a depression. You're just sad and it's not that grand, but it, you can definitely feel it. So understand that as well. One of my favorite quotes may help you here. How lucky I am to have something that makes saying goodbye so hard. Now hold on to what you had. Embrace the sorrow you feel when you feel it. And celebrate when you can the good that experiencing that person in your life has brought you over the years. And above all else. Be proud to love so great that you grieve just as great. And one last bit of inspiration before I let you go. It has no author, but its words and its message is clear and eye-opening. I had my own notion of grief. I thought it was the sad time that followed the death of someone you love. And you had to push it through to get to the other side. But I'm learning there is no other side. There is no pushing through, but rather there is absorption, adjustment, acceptance. And grief is not something you complete, but rather you endure. Grief is not a task to finish and move on, but an element of yourself, an alteration of your being, a new way of seeing, a new definition of self. So please, my friends, whether you are going through grief yourself or you are trying to support someone who is, understand that although your days may be long and your years short, you are certainly not alone. Your grief does not define who you are. It defines how much you've loved. Embrace that. Understand that and lift yourself up when you can and find a way to take that first step. And if you feel the need, reach out your hand. We will help you on your path. Thank you for joining me on the Journey to Grateful podcast. I'm so thankful for you being here each week. Please stop by the community and let your voice be heard. Share your story and ask any question that you might have. I'm glad to help if I possibly can. Head on over to journeytograteful.com slash community to access our social media channels, Facebook and Instagram, and request to become a guest on the podcast if you'd like or contribute to the blog with your very own story. While you're on the site, sign up for my bi-monthly newsletter designed to provide you inspiration and motivation. Also, I invite you to connect with me via email. That's tim at journeytograteful.com. But more importantly, give me a call, leave me a voicemail, and be on the show by sharing with me how the seasonal changes have affected your grief. The phone number you can call is 262 298 that's 262-298-CHAT. You can leave a voicemail or you could text that number. And lastly, I ask if you like the show, please share the podcast with a friend, take a couple of minutes to rate and review the show over at Apple Podcast. That goes a long way to help the podcast get in front of more people who need it you can go to journey and choose to leave a review on any of the leave a review buttons that you might find at the home page or the podcast page now as i close out this episode i'd like to share with you a writing which is a reminder i believe we could all use there's no title or author but there is a great message Feeling the need to be busy all the time is a trauma response and a fear-based distraction from what you'd be forced to acknowledge and feel if you slowed down. The reason I share this with you today is simple. Don't drown out your sorrow. You need to understand it is as important to allow yourself to feel as it is to find a way to heal. One does not exist without the other. And neither is more important than the other. So please allow yourself grace to feel and allow yourself to be you. Thank you again, my friends, for joining me today. Let me know your thoughts on today's episode or any previous episodes. And for those who are walking on their path with grief, I hope you find a way to walk confidently on your journey to grateful. Bye-bye.